Yer, I'm LJ. What's cracking, y'all? It's Stevie Nicks. And we're Nick fans. And welcome to Nick's Anonymous. Myself, and I think we see Willis coming out. Fast break to Walt Frazier. Frazier then slows it down. It's picked up by Jerry West at the top of the post. Three. Here's David Stern for with the announcement. Pick, select Patrick Ewing. Bernard looking for 50, and he's got it. Back-to-back 50-point games for Bernard King. Anthony for three. Johnson cuts left, now fires a three, it is good, and he's fouled, it counts, and he is fouled. Barrett drives down, ah. this time finishes with authority. Year, what is going on New York, welcome back to another episode of Nick's Anonymous, Nick's Anonymous episode 73, I think 73, 73 indeed. Okay, I was right. indeed. Welcome yeah. back, Nick's Anonymous. The season has finally started. How do you feel and, about that, Stevie? Are you feeling what, hyped? What a start it has been. What a start it has been. Some good play, some bad play, some controversy. Well, I won't say controversy, but I guess to Nick fans, it's controversy. And- no, it was a lot of controversy, too, even like with the refs. Specific- but we're going to get there. There's a lot of controversy that we got to get into. But first things first, shout out to... First things first, again, video part two. If you didn't catch part one, go check that out on YouTube. But we're going to get to the social media stuff. First things first, shout out to the Nick's Anonymous family. Because without you guys, we because we are the people's voice. And we are nothing without the people. We are nothing without the people, exactly. So without you guys, there's no Nick's Anonymous. We're just here for you guys. We love you guys. Um, we are happy for all of us because the Knicks are in town again. Uh, Stevie, let the people know where they can find us. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Knicks Anonymous. Follow us on Twitter at Anonymous Knicks. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, or Breaker, or simply Google us. Just Google us, man. That's it. Knicks Anonymous. And on Twitter, uh, it's Anonymous Knicks, but if you put Knicks Anonymous, like what, whichever way you put it, it's going to work. So, um, yeah. So, let's get into this episode. Uh, f- Yo, shout out to the Spreewell jersey. I got the Spreewell jersey. I got the Nick basketball in the back we, and all my other addictions we, we, <laughs> we don't have to get into. Stevie's repping Puerto Rico as he fucking should. We here. And the Knicks. And the Knicks. We are here. We are here indeed. Speaking of we are here, how about, how about Julius Randle, man? Let's start off with the first game. First game we had was Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, that was a good oh, game, a yeah. very good, fast-paced uh, action game. Stevie, what was what was your favorite thing about that game? Uh, I kind of like the resilience, man. Um, hold on one second. I'm sorry. I got to get the numbers up. But while I do that, I'll say I actually like the resilience we showed, man, because in the beginning, it kind of felt like it was going to be the same old thing. We had that in the house while we were watching the game, you, me. Uh, I think Eddie was with us, and your father, and, and Papa, Papa Anonymous, Papa Anonymous, and Brother Anonymous, are in yeah. the building. Um, we were all, we all had that negative feeling we had last year. Uh, despite the fact we lost, we ended up picking things up. Uh, I'm trying to get the final score. I'm sorry. Not uh, yet. Uh, me personally, um, I really didn't like 115, 112 in overtime. I'm sorry, y'all. 
Now you good, bro. Just wanted to get that out the way. Go ahead, bro. My fault. Sorry, guys. Sorry, that, that, you go, bro. Uh, but me personally, I really didn't like the performance, especially in the beginning. Um, like you said, it definitely felt like we were just gonna get blown out. Uh, it, even though this wasn't a game that they didn't have us winning, even though I I think I had I think in past, present, future, um, I had us winning. I think I had us winning too. So a lot, I guess, I guess we weren't the majority. I guess a lot of people uh, automatically knew we were. Even Stephen A. Smith said we were gonna lose, but you know, fuck him. At the end of the day, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, we didn't come out the gate swinging. R.J. Barrett had a fucking horrendous game. What What did he shoot for? He went three for what? Like three for sixteen or some some oh, wild. Three for eighteen, bro. Three for eighteen. He outrageous. The butterflies were just in the system. He wasn't seen straight. He saw three rims. He was missing layups. It was looking very, very ugly. But who stepped in and helped him? The man we thought that we should get rid of. Mr. Fidget Spinner himself, Julius Randle. Go ahead, Stevie. Read me that stat line real quick. Oh, wow. Yeah. He um before I do that, he was pretty impressive, man. He looked he he looked like the Julius from two years ago, honestly speaking. He had uh 24, 11 rebounds, six assists, two steals, nine of sixteen from the field, two of six from three. Overall, plus seven. It got to the point we were dead ass chanting Julius Randle. I remember that. Yes. It it got to the yes, point we where we started singing Julius Randle. This is Julius, Julius. There were a lot of names being thrown out that we never thought we would actually be throwing out. Like Evan Fournier, we actually wanted Evan Fournier to come at a game at a certain point. Like it was weird. Everybody that we needed to like play or everyone that we expected to play hard, we're not playing hard. Like including the bench. The bench had a horrendous game as well. Uh, really, Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson had a pretty slow start. He yeah. didn't start off very well. He started shooting very poorly, but he picked up. I think it was Julius Randle because Julius Randle was the guy to keep us in the game. And our, uh, this is why I like Brunson, though. This is why a lot of people should like Brunson. He He's able to feed off certain things, and he's able to turn it on. If that makes sense, like he's able yeah. to, he's able just to, he's clutch. So he's yeah, just to the moment very well. Exactly. Like I, I feel like in in any in any clutch situation, I would I would love to have Jalen Brunson on my team. Agreed. 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 Um, but here's one thing we're leaving out, man. The 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 arrival of Cam Reddish. Killer Cam. Man, Joe, I think not for nothing with that performance. I won't say he saved his career because even if it, things don't go well with the Knicks, I still think he'll get a shot somewhere else. But I think he saved his Knicks tenor. Yeah, bro. That buzzer beater, that fucking buzzer beater. First of all, that was a nicely designed play. By who? Jalen Brunson. That was a nicely designed. I don't know if Brunson that was the, a, that. No, I think Tibbs drew that up. No cap. That was the same exact play that we used last year against the Pelicans. Or was it the Bulls? It was, one sure. of the, it was one of those two teams. But you remember last year when D-Rose went down the middle and Lonzo went to help and he kicked it out to the corner? That was literally the same exact play. So I think that's Tibbs' like, go-to. If, if you're talking about Lonzo Ball, it was the Bulls. Okay. So, yeah. So Tibbs has that play on lock and it works. It works perfectly. Everyone thought Fournier was going to take that shot because I remember my dad said something about that. He was like, you got to put Fournier in. Let Cam be the the bait and Fournier take the shot. Oh, oh. He took the shot in um the overtime to win the game and he missed it. So they did design the play for him. It just wasn't um in the, in the regulation. 
But Killer Cam, bro. Yeah, Killer Cam hit the shot. You know, shout out to Cam, man. 22 bro. points, five boards. That wasn't even the only Three highlight steals, of the game. Too. Three That's... steals. He played real good defense. I was just Cam about played... to say. Cam played real good defense. I think I think Cam Reddish is 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 Tibbs wet dream, bro. I think I think it was supposed to be what Frank Nilakino was supposed to be. Cause you know, Frank has the same width. But yo, bro, listen, there's there's some things that you could tell about someone's game, right? Cam Reddish, he plays like he has more than just skill, if that makes sense. Like, he's very con – like, he even said it in a press conference once, I think. He said, I know – he said – what do you say? I know what I, I can do. He said, I know what I can do. I just had to make – I just had to prove it to myself that I can still do it. He plays – the way he plays, he plays like that guy. Like, he has a, f a certain finesse to him and the way he – you know, I don't know how to explain it really because, like, I'm a basketball player, so I know when I see it. I know, I'm sure everybody sees it too. It's just the way he finesses certain things. The, he's so smooth and confident with everything he does. And plus, his length on the defensive end, like you said, three steals. And that's coming from a fifth place. That's coming from, a, like, a fifth seed team in the West, as stacked as, stacked as the West is. So the fact that we gave the Grizzlies so much trouble, and not only was it trouble, we gave them trouble on our worst day. Exactly. And not for nothing, um, one of our keys was the offensive boards. Um, They did out-rebound us on the offensive boards 20 to 18, but they didn't kill us. We kind of hung in there with them as far as that goes. You know, even though Steven Adams did get a few key offensive boards. But overall, in the grand scheme of things, we did hang with them. So how do you feel Mitch did against Adams? I think he did poorly. Yeah, he did. He did. I'm talking about as a team overall, but like okay. Mitch, Mitch, he did. The reason why game. the reason why I signal him him out is because our our matchup of the game was Adams and Mitch. Yeah, but iHeart picked up the slack for him. Fortunately, iHeart actually had a good debut for us. He had 16, eight, and four assists with a block. So you know, luckily, lucky for us, we have a, we actually have a good backup now. Um, unfortunately, he was 0 for three from three. But that's okay. You know, he still was effective. He did good. He played defense very well. He had a he had a BS call on him at the end of the game. You know, and you know, and since I bought a, all BS calls, you might as well start talking about the refs now. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, this, yeah. In particular here, bro, because what was it like? I think Hardenstein went up for a defensive rebound, and Adams like bear hugged him from behind and like yeah. basically trampled him, having and the ball <laughs> smushed against his face and everything, like a, like a cartoon. And, and they called, call the and they, and they called a fucking loose ball foul on, on Hartenstein. I couldn't believe my eyes. Um, the the two fouls on the two reachings, Hartenstein did to John Moran, the two and ones, not that fouls. Was that bro, I think those cost us the game. The one at the end, bro. We win the game at the end of regulation if they don't hit that. Because we bro, had momentum at that point. The way the refs called it was so backwards. Like, you're supposed to give the least aggressive team. Like, I'm not, not to say we're even least aggressive. Like, the, the Timberwolves, if you look, I said the Timberwolves. If you look at the um the Grizzlies, wrong, wrong animal. <laughs> wrong animal. If you look at the Grizzlies team, they're much bigger and stronger than us. They were giving them, like, you were, you're supposed to give us some slack. Like, you know what I mean? You're supposed to let us beat them up a little bit to give us the advantage. That's how it's supposed to be called. Yo, the little things, they were calling everything. They were giving Game. Adams... What's gave, up? I'm sorry to cut you off, my fault. But they gave it, I think it was called the way it was supposed to be called because they did they gave him superstar treatment. 
I'm not saying it's right, but that's what happened, dude. But you they're the bigger team, you know what I mean? Dude, like, not even that. Like, yeah, they are a better team. That's a fact. But I don't think that's why they got the calls. They got it because he's the star. no. I said bigger. He's oh the bigger team. Sorry. Um, yeah, bigger. I mean, they're the better team as well. Let's just you know, let's just speak facts. But we could have beat them. Those two calls really would BS, bro. Especially the one at the end of regulation. That he wasn't even touched, dude. He really wasn't. If you watch the replays, you know, and at like, the at the end of the game, he stepped out of bounds before we fouled too. him. That too, and that was a goal ten. Oh, the Brunson block, the, the Brunson. Brunson that was a goal ten and a foul, in one play. It's crazy. We got screwed over in that game. The Knicks should be. But okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. We should, whoa, we should be two and zero. As much as it pains me to say. We may have lost that ourselves. As bad as the refing was, I think we shot ourselves plenty of times. We could have won that game even with the bad calls. How so? Uh, RJ was doing shit. He went 3 for 16. Quickly did garbage. OB did garbage. I mean, there was a lot of key pieces that weren't doing good. Let's say RJ goes, I don't know, 7. Let's say he goes 7. Seven for eighteen, at least. We win that game by like five. That's true. So still, I, I though, think like, if everybody's on their p's and q's, we could definitely win that game, even with the blown calls. I do get it; the blown calls didn't help, but I still feel like if everybody was on their p's and q's, we could have we could have definitely ran through them. I mean, that's a card to pull. Uh, you know what I mean? But still, at the same time, despite all that. You know, we still got to screw it over, dude. Those were BS calls. We no, no, no. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking that away. But there's most actually won the game. Yeah, it's all right. Despite, despite, in spite of RJ's and Quickly's performance, we could throw them to the side and put those calls as the turning point. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You guys see that face value? I definitely agree with you. But um, yeah. So what was the final score on that one? Uh, Grizzlies 115, Knicks 112. In overtime, by the way. So, good. Honestly, overall, though, good, good performance from Cam. Definitely love to see what Cam was doing. Um, uh, it was good to see uh, Julius Randle is starting to find his groove in the offense. One thing that scared me and a lot of Knicks fans, I, I, I would definitely assume, is that he wouldn't be able to, like, really fit with other ball-dominant players. And, like, they were probably scared if he was still going to keep doing... Uh, what he was doing last year in terms of the um, the uh, like his role, like uh, like the amount that he's gonna be doing. So, cause that's how he got averaged like four turnovers last year. So he was doing too much. So with Jalen Brunson now running the point, you can definitely see it's way much easier for Julius Randle just to get the ball and score. You know, despite him still shooting threes, he's 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 shooting the smart threes. You know, you definitely saw it, Stevie. He's definitely. He definitely looks way more confident, and his IQ is definitely getting a little bit better. Uh, but that goes that goes back to him doing less. He's not thinking as much anymore. He's just doing what he would usually do, because this is usually what Randall does. Twenty, you know, twenty ten and whatever. This is usually Randall, but it just wasn't efficient. Now it's way more efficient. So, and I think that makes him a dangerous bad, bro. The potential is there that two years ago can be repeated this year. It's very possible that the man that's going to benefit the most from these moves that, that that were made in the offseason, the very few moves we made, um, it's very possible, nobody saw this coming, but the person who could benefit the most from these moves might be Julius Randle. He might have an, yeah, 
He, I, I agree with you, man. I think he's gonna have a monstrous year this year. It's possible. I, I mean, you know, it's only the beginning of the year, so it's possible that we just hyped off the performance that he's had the first two games. But it's, but it's optimism. You know what I mean? It's a change from what we're used to seeing from him. You know what I mean? He's still the same guy, like you said. You know, he's putting up the same numbers, but he's just efficient now. And as I, and as I said a minute ago, that's gonna make him a dangerous man. Because, like, I said it many times. I'm not saying he's one of the best players in the league, but when he's on, he's one of the guys you got to keep an eye on. He's one of the better ones. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I would like him to just step up his defense just a little bit. He is good, but I just, you know, he, he gets caught lacking on the off-ball situation a lot. But that can always be fixed with time. Overall, though, Julius Randle has been great with this first game. So moving on to the next game, we had the Detroit Pistons. Uh, we completely waxed the Detroit Pistons. We actually went to a bar across the street. Oh, yeah, I didn't the see, bar? Not for nothing. I didn't see that coming, dude. What? Uh, we, we we beat them 130-106. Um, I it's... didn't see us. I, I knew we were going to win. Don't get it twisted. I knew we were going to win. I didn't think we were going to blow them out, though, bro. Because, like, look at their young core, dude. They got Jaden Ivey, Isaiah Stewart. They got Bogdanovich as a vet. Kay Cunningham, Sadiq Bay. Um, Jaden Duran even had a good day. He had eight points, ten boards. Hamadou Diallo's there as well. Um, the GOAT, or quote-unquote, your GOAT, Kevin Knox. <laughs> he came to. <laughs> but um, that's a nice call, bro. I thought it would have been a little more competitive. But, you know, that's just me. But that's good, though. That's good that we came out the way we did. As strong as we did, because it shows what happens when everybody's on their p's and q's. Now let's say let's let's take the performance of the Detroit Pistons and put it on the Grizzlies game. No doubt in my mind, are we two and zero right now? Of course. No if, doubt in my mind. Especially the way we started in this game. If we don't start slow against the Grizzlies, we definitely win. Oh, for sure, for sure. So yeah, go ahead. Read me, read me that stat line, bro. Who was first? First of all, wait. Who was your player of the game for the Grizzlies? Big bounce back game from IQ. 20 points, 7 boards, 7 assists. Uh, 8 of 14 from the field. 3 of 8 from 3. He looked great, man. Quickly looked like he looked like the IQ of all. Wait, is that your player of the game for t for this one? Yeah. I asked you for the Grizzlies. <laughs> oh, for the Grizzlies? I'm sorry. Well, we're talking about the Pistons, bro. No, no, OD, that's my fault. That's my fault. I know, I know. That's my fault. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. That's, that's all you, bro. Oh, Grizzlies? Of course it's Julius Randle. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> now back to the Pistons. <laughs> so my play of the game is definitely going to have to be, uh, shit. I, I say the whole team, man. I'm not even going to lie to you. I, I really enjoyed everybody's performance. Everybody was just on, on point. The, we're on the Pistons now, right? Yeah, everybody okay, was. Yeah, I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah, everybody was just on point. The defense, the offense, it, you know. We're, if if they play like that, we're going to be competitive the whole way. I don't know if we're going to be playoff. I definitely say play in. I still believe playing, but that's just only because of how competitive the East is. But I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with me. Some people would actually say we won't make the playoffs at all. But, you know, who's going to listen to those people? <laughs> I mean, we already look like a different team. So, you know, people can at least admit that. You know, we look more polished, we look more organized. Um, Yeah, we've had our sloppy moments that made us look, feel familiar from last year, but... It's it's totally different now. Like you, could, if you're a real fan of basketball or the Knicks, you can tell the difference between this year and last year. And you're right. You know, despite the fact I gave quickly the player of the game, you could award it to the whole team because everybody was on the same page. Everybody was on their p's and q's, like you said. 
Um, we were hitting our open shots. We were making the right passes. Uh, as a team, we turned the ball over 12 times. That's not bad, dude. We averaged 12 turnovers for the season. That's great. And four quarters, that's a lot of basketball. Yeah, dude, three, that's three turnovers a quarter. That's not bad. Like, if you do the math, that's like a turnover every four minutes. It's not bad. I mean, I'd rather not turn the ball over at all, but you know, there's gonna be turnovers. That's just and and play. and let's not let's not do it at the end of the game when it matters, right? That that and that's what's most important. If you turn the ball <laughs> twenty times in the third in the first three quarters and don't turn it over in the fourth, you had a good game, despite the fact on the stat sheet it's gonna look horrible. It's, it's not how you start, New York. It's how you finish. Exactly. So speaking of wait, speaking of that, are we are we pretty much finished with the Detroit Pistons? Because there's not really much to talk about in this game. They pretty much just annihilated them. Uh, I mean, I could read some stats. Oh, by the way, fun fact: so far, Jalen Brunson as a New York Nick has not turned the ball over. I repeat, Jalen Brunson has not turned the ball over not one time. Has Julius Randle? Uh, he turned it over two or three times against Memphis, and I'm checking. None against the Pistons. So three turnovers, 1.5 a game. That's not bad for Julius Randle. That's great. I'll take it. That goes right back to what we said, bro. That goes right back to the responsibility. That Listen, New York, Jalen Brunson is that guy. Is he the guy? Is he the guy that pushes to the, you know, to the promised land? Probably not. We just, you know, every everything else needs to gel with him. But he start. is. I'll yeah. Yeah. He is definitely the start, man. Point guard, we've been missing uh, one for, like, what, a century? <laughs> uh, not that long, but it feels that way. <laughs> a fucking century, bro. So, New York, let's be happy, man. Let's put a smile on that face for one and one. Um, so, yeah, real quick, let's 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 just talk about something real quick. We're going right, to— before, before you get into that, bounce back game from RJ as well. 18 points, three boards, four assists, but go ahead. No, no, yeah, for sure. No, no, actually, actually I want to stay on that for a little bit. RJ— this is why I like R.J. Barrett. He's able to go from... Now, his problem last year, too, in the beginning was that he was streaky. He did actually poorly in the beginning, and then he did better in the second half of the season. So, what do you what do you think, Stevie? Do you think he's going to... Is it looking like... It's two games. Can't really tell. But do you feel that R.J. will have a better year in terms of he will start sooner than later? Oh. Uh. I believe so. That first game was probably just a bad game. You know what I mean? Like, he picked it up last game. He looked pretty good. Um, But the cool th- – all right, here's something we didn't mention in Memphis. Despite the fact he had a bad game, he was still dishing. He was still playing defense, and he was still rebounding. So, yeah, he's not one of those dudes that checks out if his shot's not falling. So, for that, he gets a lot of credit. So, as far as your question goes, hell yeah. Bro, he's going to pick it up quick. He's going to pick it up quick. I don't see why not. Um, I, I think he should, too. So he's getting too. better, dude. Like, I mean, let's be real, bro. Like, As I said, he doesn't check out. He still plays all facets of the game. So he can only get better. I definitely agree with you, Stevie. I see all ups for RJ Barrett. And who would have thought this one? Julius Randle as well. He, We all thought RJ Barrett would beneficiate more from Jalen Brunson. It is slowly looking like uh, Julius Randle will be that guy beneficiarying it way more than you mean benefiting benefiting there you go <laughs> thank you no problem benefiting we for, baby. <laughs> benefiting more than rj barrett but like we said the 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 uh the year is still very very young 
<laughs> yeah, bro, only two games, man. Everybody tripped when we lost that first game, bro. Um, Which definitely, you know I, yeah. Let's. Am I? Am I? Am I getting into? Yeah, I yeah. I am. I think I am. Everybody was tripping off that first game. Talk about trading people and all that. Yeah, yeah. So this leads us. I don't know if it's the first. Is it just me or I think it's the first? Is it just me or of this season, of the official season? Because I think I did one preseason. It's the first one of the season and on video. How about that? And yo, history has been made. Beat on your chest, New York. You already know. Is it just me? Or do we argue more? This is for you, Stevie, actually. I'm not gonna lie. Usually the is it just me or is for like the audience, but this is just this is for us personally, right? Here. Just just to kick things off, right? Oh, so this is a one on one conversation. This, this isn't in general. This is yeah, this is one on one right here. This is for the public. So okay. This is interesting. Okay, I wanna see where this it, goes. I'm gonna talk like a president too. Is it just me? Or do we tend to argue more with Nick fans or with non-Nick fans. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't see that coming. Oh, wow. Uh, woo. You know what's crazy, bro? It's hilarious that you asked that, bro. Because remember when we joined Twitter, Ariel and... um, I haven't experienced it yet. But they told us, Ariel and um, Trippy, shout out to them, by the way, told us that there's people on Twitter that's kind of toxic about the Knicks, that they mostly, like... They search for the negative rather than the positive, and that's all they do. No matter how, no matter how things get off, no matter so, how good things are. I'm put so it like this: it's like a Nick's anonymous, but straight negative. <laughs> so that would be a not. Oh no, that would be. Oh, that's crazy. So in an alternate universe, it'd be anonymous Nick's, which is a which is our Twitter head. Uh oh. Oh shit! I don't know what door I just opened, but let's keep it moving. <laughs> We're in the multiverse. <laughs> The multiverse. <laughs> oh shit! Nah, not for nothing, bro. Like I, it hasn't personally happened to me on on Instagram or Twitter, but I see it on other pages. I'll say that Nick fans do argue amongst each other more than they would debate teams, you know, about other teams. You know what I mean? I understand it's because we Nick fans, you know, but we go at each other's throats. Yeah, like it's it's like full civil war. Like there's no mercy, like at all. So what what brings this topic up is because we posted something on our Instagram and our Twitter, which you can follow at Nick's Anonymous. Uh, it was a post about the bounce back game, which was the Pistons game, and it was specific. So it was a couple of guys, but we're just gonna hone in on one dude. But just to give everybody their props, I'm gonna just read it off. So the Knicks bench in the Grizzlies game did horrible. This was the Knicks bench during the Pistons game. Cam was a plus 12. Derrick Rose was a plus 23. Quickly was a plus 27. Toppin was a plus 25. Hardenstein was a plus 21. So shout out to the shout out to the bench. Yes, yeah, shout out to the bench. But we're going to hone in on one particular player, and that's Emmanuel Quickly. Um, I'm sure you see it, Steven. I've, I've, we've even heard it from some people. We're not going to say names. We just we just know what we know, and we've seen it on Nick Twitter, and Nick Instagram. Uh, a lot of chatter about how Emmanuel quickly does not fit into this team. How? I don't know. He fits to me. <laughs> I don't know what everybody's talking about. We just had a bad game. But you know what it is, though. I will say something. Um. There were moments in the preseason where he didn't look good. Because he didn't look good in the preseason at all. This bounce-back game was big for him. 
You know what I mean? So, like, against the Pistons, this, this game was big for him. There were moments in the preseason. Matter of fact, um, my brother pointed this out. Pointed this out. Shout out to Eddie, by the way. Uh, I forgot which game it was, but he was like, yo, keep an eye on this. Watch. Quickly don't pass to other guards, but he always passes to RJ and OB and other, like, sensitive forwards and never to other guards. I didn't believe it. For the next five minutes, that's what happened. I was like, wow, that's crazy. And his reasoning was he quickly thinks his, his job isn't as secure as he, think it, as he thinks it is. Um, I think, me personally, I just think that was a coincidence at that moment. Because quickly looked to be getting everybody involved against the Pistons. He looked like the quickly from last year. He was, he was even playing defense. I always said, quickly's not a good defender, but he tries. And that's what Nick fans really like about him. The effort is there. You know, you can't deny quickly Zesberg. I mean, I can't lie. He didn't look good against the Grizzlies. That was one of the first times that I've seen him play that the effort didn't look good. But again, that's why I say this game against the Pistons was big for him. This bounce back might be his turning point. So, you know, as far as he goes, let's, let's see. You know what I mean? But as far as what we're talking about, I need to have patience, man. Because truth be told, you wanted him gone the other day. Now, you, you know... Basically, he's the sixth man of the year, or at least that's what I think he is. I still run, I'm still running with that prediction. Um, <laughs> y'all gotta chill. Point being, man, like we bipolar with it. some of y'all are bipolar Nick fans, yo. You happy one day, you want to make one do the franchise here, then trade him there. You want to include him in the trade for a superstar. You invent trade rumors in your head. Y'all need to chill. Oh, I can't wait for those, man. We're back, right back at it with the trade rumors. Are we? What have you I've, heard? What have you I've, heard that I haven't heard? Nothing. I'm just waiting. Oh, you're waiting I, for it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, from what it looks like, it looks like quickly is gonna be the first name we see. I hope not, dude. Cause like, bro, we kept them off the tra- we kept them off the table. But actually, that's not true. It turns out he was on the table. We just took him off with RJ. That's what I'm saying. So I think it's a blessing that that didn't happen. Still to this day. Yeah, the Jazz Jazz saved this from ourselves, man. I'm still jacking that. Speaking of which, have you seen them off topic? Who the Jazz? Yeah, two and zero. Uh, I saw one of them get dropped by D'Angelo Russell, like really, really bad. Like yeah, he's he, like he's like he slid on the ground, like type shit, like. Yeah, and and, and um, this guy Laurie Markkinen banged it on Gobert, very, very bad, bro. Very, very bad, bro. Laurie Markkinen. I saw it. I saw it. Banged it on Gobert, bro. That was bad. You know what makes me happy to the bone, though? What's that? The Lakers are. 0 oh, and three. I thought they won today. No, they did not. They lost, they lost to, to the Jim. They you lost lie. to. They lost to Jeremy Grant. <laughs> you lie. Hold on. Let me check. That. Jeremy Grant hit the buzzer beater. But let's check that later, Stevie. You already know. So, um, that that and that ends it for this episode, man. It was a quick, pretty quick episode. That was fast. Um, that was fast. Not really much to talk about, to be honest. Just doing brief analyzations. You know, more in depth stuff during next couple weeks because usually we do three games a week but this week it was two it's the beginning of the year so you know, yes it's, it's, it's gonna be awkward the first week or two yes 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 and we're always here um follow us on twitter for sure twitter 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 because that is where most of our you know major updates will be we'll, we'll update on instagram too but instagram is more general uh, Twitter is where we actually talk and conversate with each other. Like we just had a conversation about that quickly thing on Twitter. Shout out to everyone on Twitter that be uh, replying and answering and retweeting. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all giving us um, y'all helping us grow our platform, man. Much love to y'all. For sure. Shout out Trippy. Shout out Vision. Shout out to uh, past, present, future. Shout out to everybody in that group. Love you guys. The non-toxic Nick fans. Exactly, bro. <laughs> we need more. We need more like y'all. More yeah. like us. And we love. And if all y'all out there listening, whether you're toxic or not, we love you because you're listening. So at least you're you're hearing our point of view of things. Because at the end of the day, again, we are the people's voice, and we are nothing without the people, even the toxic people. Without the toxic people, because you give us content. You know, you give us life. <laughs> and it doesn't hurt to hear different perspectives. You know what I mean? Because you know what? You know, maybe they might be onto something, and maybe we're the toxic ones. Who knows? That's true. Maybe that that is that is very true to think about, though. To somebody, I mean, most I mean, honestly speaking, for the most part, we're not because we try to be positive. But every now and again, we slip up. We've said some stuff on here. I can't remember I, off the top of my head, but we have said somebody. Some stuff. Somebody definitely knows. Somebody out there has looked us up and like, yeah, this episode right here is full of shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, we're not always right. <laughs> You know, we speak we speak a lot of facts, but we speak opinions too. All right, real quick, we're not always right. Real quick, bro, let's 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 keep this episode going a little bit. We just kind of teased them a little bit. Let's 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 keep it rolling because I know the Knicks Namas family missed us and we missed y'all too. Real quick, I'm gonna read these games off, and you tell me which ones a W and which ones a L. Okay, shoot for this week, just for this, this week. This week. Okay, shoot. Okay, we got the Magic first. W or L. W, but it's gonna be close. Okay, we got the Hornets. W or L? W possible blowout. Bucks. W or L? Ooh. I'll take. I want to say W, but I'm gonna say L. I think Giannis might be a little too much for us. Relatable. At least this time. At least this time around, we have proven we can beat the Bucks. Cavaliers. W or L? That's this week? Sunday. Ooh, I can't wait for that. I mean, we don't really have any beef with Kaz. Besides, it's going to be interesting to play against Donovan Mitchell. Uh, and and uh, Garland. Yeah, I like Garland, actually. That guy's pretty good. Shout out to Garland. That team is... I don't know what their record is, honestly. They're one and one They're just like us. Uh... I don't know. What do you think about that one? Kind of, um. Okay, I'll tell you this. If we're not on the P's and Q's, we're getting smoked. We're getting smoked. Okay, wait, 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 wait. My question to you is this. Who's a better team, them or Memphis? Oh, shit. Memphis, um, did make Memphis made it further than them last year, for the record. Even though, like, Cavs are a whole new team with Mitchell. Garland, Levert, Mitchell, Rubio, Mitchell. All right, let's, let's look at the bench. Okoro, Kevin Love, the Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies are the better team. So honestly, I think I think I think we could beat this team. Yeah. I think we I think we could beat the Cavaliers. You I think we W. Could, yeah, I'm gonna go W on that one. So okay, let me let me let me shoot let me shoot mine off real quick. Um, all right, Magic. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I saw the Magic play against the Celtics. Oh, they're and, good. They're good. And in order to beat them, Tatum had to drop 40 points. Oh, Matt, don't sleep. NBA and other fans don't sleep on the Magic. That scares me, Stevie. Tatum had to drop 40 points to beat the Magic. 
And they did give us problems last year without Banchero. So, yeah, I, I still say it's a W, but as I said, it's going to be close. I'm going to throw up the L on that one. I'm not going to lie. Really? Wow. I'm a, I'm I'm a, no disrespect. I love my Knicks. Nah, nah, bro. Like, I, I think we're going to fall short. I think we're going to. I think we're gonna fall short. Okay. Hornets W. Um, I say a blowout W. I say blow. I think Randall's gonna drop forty on uh on on uh Hayward. Uh, oh my god! Oh, I think I might do a, a I might do a parlay for that for that game. And Rand- I, Randall's gonna violate. Or twenty and fifteen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Randall for twenty and fifteen on a parlay. I think yeah. I might do that. Bucks L for the yeah. obvious reason, Giannis. You think they're gonna blow us out? Or it's gonna be competitive. I think it's gonna be competitive. Here's why: I like the Drew Holiday and 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 uh, Brunson matchup. They're pretty much Man, the- as I said. One of the keys: we get Holiday in foul trouble. It's a key. We gotta attack Holiday. I said it um, when we did the space. We gotta attack Holiday, bro. The difference, the difference between Holiday is because he's he's like Brunson. He's bigger than most guards, so it's gonna be like the battle of like you know the big boys. <laughs> yeah, I agree, but like we gotta be aggressive against him. It's gonna be easier said than done because he's a real good defender. But I still think we have to attack him. I think the same goes with uh, Giannis. You gotta try to get him into foul. You try to you gotta get him out the game somehow. Either either, either talk mad shit easy, or <laughs> it, it's. I would say it's easier to do to get to attack Drew Holiday than it would be Giannis, honestly speaking. Because the way I see it, if you get the starting point guard out and bring in George Hill, George Hill's not a bad player, by the way. You know, George Hill's a, a good vet. His big has hit big shots. Uh, excuse me, has hit big shots in his career. He's had his moments, but I would rather Jalen Brunson attacking him than attacking Holiday. You know what I mean? Not to say Jalen Brunson can't score on Holiday, but he's a way better defender than George Hill is. So you know, you take out. A piece of the defense that might have an effect on the game and might benefit the Knicks. Yeah, bro. Honestly, I'm gonna go back to something real quick. I'm gonna go back to the Magic game. Uh, I didn't take something into consideration. I believe, I think our bench is better than theirs, so we might win. So this 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 is the good team. This is the good thing about the Knicks, right? If if the starters aren't doing that well, the bench has the same possibility of blowing up as the starters would so if they're not up to game the starters have to be up to game if the starters are not up to game the bench has to be up to game if both are up to game we're unstoppable i think agreed so i think our bench can dominate theirs okay i think Toppin, bonchero is good he's good he dropped 22 24 on the on the celtics he's good RJ, if if because bon, Bonchero doesn't start, he's coming off the bench. It looks. Oh, like. is he? I thought he was started. I don't know. Let me see. He had. We have. He started. Why would you not start the number one pick? That's what I'm saying. He is starting. So, RJ is gonna have to lock him up. Will he? I think he will. The thing about Bonchero though, he's very long. He's long, big, and he just looks. He looks like a four-year player. He's crazy. Um. Tibbs does play team defense. He's a defensive coordinator. He's a defensive headstrong guy. Obviously, they're going to target him. So, with that being said, I think the Knicks would be able, especially with Cam Reddish now doing what he's doing in the lineup, I think the, we will beat the Magic. 
Agreed. Okay. So, so you're taking, so you're taking back the L. I'm taking about the L. So we got okay. a W. We got a W for the Magic. W, w for the Hornets. Hornets L, L for the Bucks. And W for the Cavs. We're going three and one this week. You predict three and one this week? Because let me see the Cavs. Because I think most of these games are going to come down to the bench. I'll because go two and two. I'll say two and two. Two and two. Who who do we lose to? Uh, the Bucks and the Cavs. I think we'll get the Cavs the next time around. Cause bro, like, Cavs got a squad, bro. Jira Allen, um, Mobley. Mobley's nice. I like Mobley. That's a that's a real. Athletic oh, player. Robin Lopez makes a return for the Bucks. Oh yeah. No, no, for the Cavs. Robin Lopez is on the Cavs. I thought he was on the Bucks. Sure is. That's Brook Lopez. I'm sorry. You're right. Uh, who else? Lamar Stevens, Osman, Isaac Okoro, Kevin Love. They got a good bench, yeah. With with Kevin, Kevin Love does make the difference, unfortunately. He killed us that la last year. He he hit like what five threes off the bench, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So okay. So the Cavaliers is my if then. <coughs> this is my like. I'm gonna say W, but yeah. I'm gonna say W, but we. That, I'm gonna go two and two this week. I'll say three and one. Fuck it. I'll stick with my gut. Got you. Okay. I'm gonna go three and one. Uh good analyzation, Steven. I, I do I do think honestly moving forward, I, we're just gonna be super competitive. That is that's the number one thing that we wanted from last year is we just wanted to be competitive. And efficient. Uh, and efficient. So if we're competitive if we're competitively efficient, we get what we saw at the Pistons game. This it's that simple. Yeah, W. Yeah, like yeah, we get it. Like there's a lot of people saying, Oh, it's just the Pistons. The Pistons are a good team. Bro, they, like I said, I read off their core. It's a very good young core. Oh, and guess who we have after the Cavs? Who's that? The Atlanta Hawks. Eh, that's not a rivalry still. I say it is. I want a jacket. Eh, I ain't gonna run with that. That was just one playoff series. Now, if we have another playoff series and it ends up yeah, rough, then yeah, we may have a rivalry. But for not, now, I'm not for nothing. Not see that as a rivalry. They just beat us. That's all that is. Our rivalry might be either the Cavs or the, or the Magic. Uh, they're not even rivals, dude. They, they just got Donovan Mitchell, and we did it. That's not a rivalry. That doesn't constitute a rivalry. Now, if Donovan Mitchell would have went to the Cavs and been like, hell no, I want to go to the Knicks, who the hell told y'all that? Then we might have had a rivalry. So who would you say our rivalry is? We don't have one yet. The Hawks would be a the Hawks aren't a rivalry. I would consider them a developing potential rivalry. Let's see where it goes. So what capitalizes the rivalry? Uh, they planted the seed. They planted the seed. I'll say that because, like, let's be real, bro. Like, Knicks all-time rivals was Reggie Miller, Pacers, Michael Jordan, Bulls. You know what I mean? Us playing the Hawks don't feel like that. It's just. Trey Young talking trash to us. You know what I mean? We, we need another playoff series or two to constitute this as a rivalry or or, or in-game fight. Something. I mean, we did fight them. We did fight them in the playoffs. I'm talking about, like a, real, I'm talking about a real fight. Remember, I, I, I don't think it's going to get like remember, that bro, anywhere in, in remember, the NBA, bro, We also stuck up for them, too, because one of our fans OD'd and spit on Trey Young, and we wasn't having that, despite the fact that they rivaled. So remember, there's, like a, there's still a level of respect there. Wait, you just, you just you just you just said rivals. What? You just said rivals. I did, I did, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I still say they're not. The seed is being planted. You Shit. didn't catch me there. You caught me. You caught I think me. I think I think they're rivals, bro. 
I guess that's just my opinion. I say I say the seed is being planted. It's not there. You gotta let the tree grow. I've I do agree with you though. I know I know I get what you're saying. It's a little too early, but I I feel like I I would constitute them as one already because I feel like every time we play them now, it's already gonna be that thing. You know, people are just gonna run with it. Hey, yes, like I said, they just beat us and we're salty about it. That's not that doesn't consider that I, I don't consider. I, right. I I see what you're coming from though. I definitely see where you're coming from. I definitely see where you're coming from. Um, I, I, for the first time in my life, I was gonna have to back the media up on this one. You know what? I, you know what I compare this to? All right, I'm a Giants fan, and at one point, a lot of Giants fans were saying the New England Patriots were our rival, and I'm like, no, no, they're not. They're not our rival. We just beat them in the Super Bowl. That's it. You know, we upset them. We we just weren't accept. We just weren't expected to win, and we just so happened to win. It doesn't constitute a rivalry. The Giants' playoff rivalry would be a team like the 49ers because over the years, we played them like six, seven times. That's a playoff rivalry. That's playoff history. You know what I mean? It just hasn't happened in a while. That's what I'm saying. Nah, bro. Like, look at it this way. And and I know I'm off topic of talking football, but if the Giants end up playing the 49ers, let's say two years from now, three years from now in the playoff, still a playoff rivalry because there's history there. You could go back. True, 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 true. Good stuff, man. Um, shout out to episode seventy-three of Nick's Anonymous. Shout out to Nick's Anonymous family. Uh, this concludes today's episode, man. Stevie, any last words for the kind people out there? Uh, this was actually a better episode than I was expecting. I thought it was gonna be short, and we were just gonna break down the games. Cool, cool. You're just this rambling is, it off. This is this is why I like our show, bro. We go places where no other shows go, or at least we <laughs> attempt, or at least we attempt to. We try to hit every angle, every corner. You know the vibes. Um, okay, merch coming, merch coming, and about we did say a month. Yeah, man. Uh, we I apologize for that. Y'all kind of finances had, aren't. No, it's not finances. It's not finances. Oh, at, at least say, for me, it's finances. Say, the finances are in place. It's more of the product production. It's been like a little delay, but it's coming. It's gonna be high quality. Um, y'all gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Yes, we are. We have we have a little website that we're making, but in order to make it, we need the actual product first to actually post it on the website. But um, we're gonna have everything there. It's mainly for that for that site. It's just gonna be straight merch. It's not gonna be links or anything. If they if I could tie links into it, I will. But it's mostly just gonna be a Shopify. So if anything, any product, you know, because hoodies coming, everything's coming. So we're just starting with small. Uh, we're still not gonna tell you what we're coming with. You almost blew it up. I almost blew it up. Almost I. Blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> I almost, I almost blew it up. I was blew it up. I got too excited there. But you know what's crazy? You actually, again, I'm gonna say it again. You actually did blow it up. Or I think I did. One I think we both did. Up. I think we both did. Like in One multiple episodes. Up on the past episode, I just hope nobody remembers. And if you do, keep quiet. Shh. That's a fact. Um, yeah, man. We love you guys. Shout out to Nick's Anonymous family. Again, oh, um, without the people's voice, nothing without the people. We are nothing without the people. We are going to figure out ways to get people on the show. Um, we have found I found something with Discord. I know a lot of people are down with the Discord, so we're gonna see if I can get the Discord working and popping. And I'll make a Discord for Nick's Anonymous, and we'll schedule it with you guys. We'll post on the store. Whoever wants to get on the show, just make a Discord account. You can hop on. If you troll, we will unfollow you, ban you, do everything possible to make sure your day is ruined. 
Might beat your ass depending on what you do. Come with the respect. Even if you're against the Knicks, just come with the respect. Come with straight valid points. If they're not valid points, we do warn you. We may make fun of you. So join at your own accord. We love everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Go Knicks.